the most powerful and devastating storms ever to hit our country. To the families who have lost loved ones, America grieves with you, and our hearts break for you. God bless you. We will never forget your loss. We will never leave your side. We're with you all the way. And to all those impacted by this terrible storm, our entire American family is with you and ready to help, and you will recover. The status of a public hearing set for Monday into the allegations against Judge Brett Kavanaugh remained in doubt after lawyers for the woman said the woman would like the FBI to investigate the matter. You're listening to USA Radio News. Endless scratching. The itch from my eczema is unbearable. Are you struggling to get relief from chronic itching due to your atopic dermatitis, also known as eczema? If so, you may qualify for a clinical study testing an investigational medication for the severe itch associated with atopic dermatitis. Qualified participants will receive study-related care and medication at no charge. Call 1-844-777-4824 or 1-844-777-ITCH or visit advandastudy.com for information on how to participate. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. When working at a growing business, you wear many hats. The new business hat, the buying toner for the copy machine hat, the sifting through tons of resumes hat. You can throw away that last hat thanks to Indeed.com. When posting your job, Indeed lets you add screener questions that give you a less time-consuming route to your short list of qualified candidates. So go ahead, dust off that extra-long lunch hat. Hiring's better when you've got your short list. Save time on hiring when you post a job on Indeed. Get started today at Indeed.com hire. The feds are handing out fines over the deadly collapse of a pedestrian bridge in Florida earlier this year. USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes reports. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration citing companies that designed and built the bridge at Florida International University in Miami for failing to provide workers with a safety line and or remove them from the area, even though significant cracks had been found. The March 15th collapse killed five motorists and one worker and injured five other workers. OSHA finding five companies. A new survey came out that said many older Americans who retired from their previous jobs are returning to the workforce in a process that some people are calling unretiring. The survey from the Rand Corporation found that over 39% of workers over the age of 65 who are currently employed had previously retired, but when they do so, they come back and work in a different line of work. You're listening to USA Radio News. Aloha, Cinnamon's Las Vegas newly arrived Hawaiian breakfast served every day 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. With over 32 years in Hawaii, we have amazing boneless kalbi ribs, award-winning eggs benedict, guava chiffon pancakes, which were voted Time Out Magazine's number 8 pancake in the nation, as well as our Las Vegas exclusive pistachio cream pancakes, and much more. Good food, great service, genuine aloha. It's the island served on a plate on the corner of Buffalo and Washington just off Summerlin Parkway. Here's why leading Nevada groups urge no on question three, the electricity deregulation proposal. AARP Nevada opposes three because electricity deregulation has failed terribly in other states. The Nevada Veterans Association opposes three because it would increase electric rates by hundreds of dollars a year. The Sierra Club opposes three because it would shut down plans for major clean energy projects. The professional firefighters of Nevada oppose three because unreliable power supply would threaten lives. And the Nevada Farm Bureau opposes three because it would lock electricity deregulation into Nevada's constitution. 
Over 40 diverse Nevada groups have endorsed a no on three, the electricity deregulation proposal. But don't just take their word for it. Look into the facts for yourself at noon3.com. Thank you. Paid for by the Coalition to Defeat Question 3. I See China Bistro is an upscale Chinese restaurant located at 8125 West Sahara on the southeast corner of Cimarron. The chef and staff have over 20 years of experience in Asian and Chinese cuisine. At I See China Bistro, you're welcome to dine in, carry out, or have your food home delivered. They'll even cater your next event. Open seven days a week, I See China Bistro has weekday lunch specials until 4 p.m. and gluten-free dishes available. Check them out online at ICChinaBistro.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. Hi, folks. We're going to have a lot of fun on Mondays. It's Brian Blessing here, noon to 2, every Monday in the game at the Suncoast Sportsbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline, right here, AM 1400 KSHB. But that's just the beginning. We'll be sticking around and in the game, food and drink specials, great prize giveaways for Monday Night Football and every NHL game on TV. In the game, we're calling it Pucks and Pigskins. You're going to love it. A great combo of hockey and football, Mondays in the game at the Suncoast. 1-800-209-1670. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com, get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Hi, folks. It's Brian Blessing. Football is back, and we're back in Sunset Station at Club Madrid. It's a great place to watch your favorite NFL action on the big screens. We've got the seat upgrade. We've got jersey giveaways, food and drink specials. Chuck Esposito rolls out the red carpet. It's a great day of football each and every Sunday, inviting you to come join us in Club Madrid at Sunset Station. We do Sportsbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline from Sunset Station every Friday, weekdays, noon to 2 a.m. 1400 KSHB. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. 
Call now. Call free. Hey, folks, how you doing on a Wednesday? SportsInsiderRadio.com coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. Inviting you to check out SportsInsiderRadio.com. And the number is 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679 as we get the fun started. And this is where we'll be now. Wednesdays at 11 throughout the course of football, college basketball, going to be a lot of fun with the boys as we send it east to our pals john and mike in baltimore hi boys how's it going today so mike's on the phone he's going to hop on last week i was late getting on he's on the phone talking to another happy client but i want to talk about one thing first <laughs> last week i told you the minute i hopped on late uh-huh. i said do you know what the number one team against the spread is in college football now this week you should definitely be able to answer and you and you gave gave the answer Swimmingly, you dove right in and gave it. I, I'm not going to steal your thunder. Temple, of course, it was Temple. <laughs> Which is a segue. That's our first big word of the show. But wait a, a minute! Segue. But wait! But wait a minute! What? Buffalo beat Temple. No, Temple beat Maryland outright. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, that's... Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, they didn't cut you. Yeah, they're one and one against the spread. But the point is, I had them on the money line and I had them for the game. Well, there you go. Plus, so, so, so I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming you got a good overreaction on Maryland. Yeah, that's right. And, and Maryland had that great game uh, out of the gate against Texas, a very emotional game for them. That's the thing, right? I mean, week to week, when we talk about this stuff, that at some point, and again, the adjustments from week one to week two to week three, and I think we're still even doing this in the NFL, and this year more than other years, but. Water will eventually find its level. And it's like when you talk about baseball. Uh, you want to get on board a streak. You want to get on board with it early in the streak. You don't want to be late to the party. And you want to get the best of the number. So uh, to your point, it's now it's let's find the next guy that's going to go on an ATS run. Exactly. So, you know, and, and when you segue into today, which is Wednesday, yes. and you look at tomorrow – Everybody's going to be the line went from six and a half to seven, which is my point about line moves. Are they sharp moves or are they public moves? People don't throw away their last game like they're supposed to, so they're going to see that tempo game against Maryland, and the line opens at six and a half, and now it's at seven. Don't be surprised tomorrow if it's seven and a half or eight because it happens to be that Thursday night college football game coming off a huge underdog blowout situation. So I just wanted to, you know, you got, if you're going to really throw away the last game, like Kenny says, you got to know what the number is. And that number opened up at six and a half and fifty-eight. It's now seven and fifty-four. Obviously, people aren't jumping all over Tulsa because they saw what Temple did at Maryland. That's right. So I we mean, can put that to bed. But I just wanted to, since we're, we had that first college football game of the week. Well, in, you know, and there's the timing of you know when to make a bet. And the, and the other thing is there's the in progress in game wagering aspect of things where things uh give you more opportunities uh if you say hey look I got some defined question marks then you start watching it there's a game maybe you you get involved and jump in with and, and I would throw at you you have the Dallas Seattle game in the NFL. 
uh, Seattle just got done playing Chicago, and you know it was a kind of a goofy, crazy fourth quarter. Uh, Seattle's 0-2, and they're going home. And people saw Dallas beat the Giants. They saw Seattle lose to the Bears. Uh, and all of a sudden, you know, you know, okay, Dallas is a one-point favorite. And you're looking at this going, well, wait a minute. It's Seattle's home opener. Uh, they're 0-2 and they're desperate. They may not be that good, uh, but it's their first kick at the can at home. And all of a sudden now, that number swings over. you got Seattle a one-point favorite. It's one and a half in some places. And I envision it. Uh, I think that will move. I know Dallas is a public team. I think that number could get to two. Uh, who knows? Maybe a touch higher. But to me, if you like Seattle, I already did it. I mean, if you like Seattle, I think you bet them now because I think the number's going to go come their way. I, I agree exactly what you're saying. And when you look at some of these teams that have big blowouts, I'm going to try something real quick, Brian, because we're having phone issues. I'm going to get Mike on the phone. Let's see uh, if we can do this. No, no, this ought to be good, entertaining. I'll, 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 uh, I'll talk amongst myself. On, I'll talk. Now, Brian, what's up, man? Now, wait a we minute. Have a little- Issues every. I have to be standing next to him literally for the rest of the show. Well, this don't sound good. Let me tell you that. You guys are doing the well, speaker. Well, maybe on the break you'll call us back. So that's what we'll do. You'll call us back on the break. But right. I want to talk about one thing first of all. Um, the when you look at teams like the Dallas game, even though it doesn't here, it doesn't sound good. That sounds better. That right? sounds when better. Yeah, teams, the speaker phone thing. Maybe working. at the break, what you'll do is you'll call us back. When you look at teams, maybe. Um, <laughs> when you look at teams like yeah. Dallas, yeah. And you look at the box score. You like to use the eye test. So what I, when you look at games like that, this is where second half trading is really. Uh, you saw them running up and down the field. You saw they both looked horrible. The game was a dead under at halftime. They pulled the line down at twenty and a half. So in the second half of the Dallas Sunday night game, they pulled the game down to twenty and a half, where it would have been twenty one and a half, twenty two, if there was actually twenty points at the first half. And then what happens? No score in the third quarter. And then what happens? 28 points in the fourth quarter. So this goes back to, you know, you can really make a lot of money in the game trading. If you look at the NFL last week, every team, and I don't know if you broke it down, Brian, every single team that had the lead, including the New England Patriots losing at halftime, New England covered with ease in the second half. So whether they an NFL team won the game outright or didn't, Every team that had the lead at halftime lost the second half. Because in the NFL, and the differentiation between the NFL and college football is that you can see a dog winning at half and press the pedal to the metal, but you're not going to see that in the NFL. No team is just going to roll over. They're going to make adjustments. I mean, unless they're, I mean, even Buffalo, Buffalo started rolling in the second half and made a little game. Now, do you you watch that game since we have a longer format on this show? That was a spot where I was considering Buffalo in the second half. You're a brave man. I was going to actually text you. <laughs> because you but I, mean, there, I, I will say this to you. Now, it's week one, it's week two, and they've been an atrocity. Uh, but what, what happened in the second half of that game, which is almost unheard of, the head coach – Sean McDermott, who's a former defensive coordinator, uh, was so unhappy with the way things went against Baltimore and the way things went in the first half against San Diego. He took over the play-calling duties for the defense, and they played much better. Now, that doesn't say much for the relationship going on between him and his defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier, but I think it does bode well for the Bills' defense 
to become more respectable in the weeks to come because they played defensively at least significantly better so that would be something to watch albeit this you're going to get one shot at it this week to take a peek at it but it might reap rewards for these guys john down the road i mean that's, well, i want that's, to cover college yeah. i want to cover college and i want to get mike on so when we take the break will you i just text you have, have, have mike call in on a separate line i text you oh mike call this number he's yeah. going to connect you in right now buddy <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to read it on the air. Yeah, well, that's okay. It's, 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 it's the he, station. I didn't realize we can do it perfect. Well, so let, I want to talk about one thing. And this pay is your phone bill. Kenny, <laughs> me, me and Kenny discussed this, right? Kenny discussed, he's calling you right now, All right. that because of the rule change in the NFL of the 10-minute overtime, are we going to – you're going to have an edge to the dogs in a lot of these games if these games are going to end in a tie. What are we going to have every week? My son even said it to me. Dad, is this going to be the year of every week one team ends in it, one game goes to overtime and there's no score? Now watch this. Modern technology. Hey, well, hey, we put a man on the moon. Watch this. I think i got two guys on the phone at the same time. Hi, Mike. Hey, I'm back. What a concept. There you go. That's amazing. I, huh? I, I'm so excited. But Are you proud of me? Quick, can, you answer, <laughs> can you answer my question? No, here did, we go. You, you, you're throwing another grenade at me? Do you think we're going to have one? <laughs> oh, is it possible? I would love to have an over-under wager in Exotic. How many overtimes? You know, they do team totals. Well, why not do how many games go into overtime at the end of the season? Sure, you can I mean, do that. there's 16 weeks. Are we going to get 16 overtime games? No, I'll tell you what. Forget the overtimes. How how about ties? The fact that these two games actually went to a tie. No, no, no. That's exactly what I meant. I'm sorry. I didn't mean overtimes. I meant ties. Yeah, I that's mean what, that's insane. That's, that's what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is, you have to change the way you handicap full games if. And you have to really have look at the dogs that can hang because you're at a disadvantage. I, you know, the week one I lost Pittsburgh in overtime, laying three. I didn't even. I I would rather the other team won the game. So if you're gonna look at ties, it's it's almost like now playing soccer. You got you, the edges on the plus points. Well, it, and it messes up the the money line wagers, and all these guys have the money line parlays, albeit you get a push on the deal. So you know, but the, that's right. that, that's bizarre in two weeks to get two ties. Yeah. Now, well, before we go to the 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 uh, college with yeah. Mike, let's talk about this game. Like sixteen and a half. I want to talk about this game not because I'm picking on the Bills because Arizona is actually worse than the Bills. You can make a case for that. Um, and I live in Baltimore, Maryland. They just lost their hundred eighth game, and they need three more games to beat the record of the most losses we've ever had. Nineteen eighty five. Two years after winning the Super Bowl, we lost 111 games. I mean, the, the World Series. In, the, in 19, I was 10 when we won the World Series. <laughs> Two years later, they lost 111 games, a franchise record. Yes, they, they're, yesterday they were winning 4 nothing. They lost again, 108. So we only got four more games to bust that record from 1980. So Buddy, I'm, I'm, good- I'm there with you, kid. I go back to the Boog Powell days of Brooks Robinson and Mike Cuellar and Frank Robinson. It's amazing. Yeah. But but when you look at a team like 16.5 points, I think you're going to get guys betting Buffalo when they see what they did in the second half of the game, hung tough, actually had people nervous who actually played the Chargers, thinking they were going to blow that spread. And now you got 16.5. And, and we always say, and Mike can chime in, I mean, 16.5 or 16.5, it's still the NFL. Well, that's true. And, and the weird thing about that, that second half of that game the Chargers went to sleep, 
And Buffalo cut it to 15 and actually had the ball on three different occasions with a chance to make it a one-score game. So, yeah, it was better, but I think it's one of those things where a team gets a big lead, takes their foot off the pedal, tough to keep it going. Uh, We know the mantra is laying double digits in the NFL, you'll go broke, but the reality of it is a lot of these teams just roll and blow teams out. There's, There's one thing, Michael, looking at this game, if there's only one thing that would make you even consider going near Buffalo, and that's the Rams, or excuse me, that's Minnesota, and how seriously are they taking the Bills in this spot because they've got a date with the Rams in the on-deck circle? That's It's only if Minnesota looks by these guys could you step in front of that train. I mean, I just don't see – I mean, I have to agree with you, but I just don't see how Buffalo scores any points when that defense on the road. Um, the way that they're playing, they're just completely – you know, the injuries between – even if they were fully healthy coming into the season, they still don't have a shot. But now with McCoy hurt and truly the, re- the wide receiving cast is terrible. very uh, terrible. Um, defense just have – guys are leaving the field at halftime and just not coming back and – Look, man, if this is the type of game I can't lay 16 and a half in an NFL game, but we saw the Rams do it last week. A good team playing a very terrible team is chances are they're going to blow them out. But I just I can't stomach taking 17 points, laying 17 points in an NFL game. No, and, and I mean everything. Every point you make is, is is solid. I mean, again, if Minnesota looks by these guys. I, the one thing I would say, if the Bills' defense was improved in the second half of that game last week and Minnesota is looking by these guys and we're pretty convinced Buffalo's going to struggle against these guys, the under, I think, I, I wouldn't go within a million miles of the side in that game, but I think you could make a case for the under in the game, under 41. Well, Brian, but do you really believe that these teams look past any team yes. in the NFL? Uh, Such a yes. short team. You really believe that? Absolutely. And, but it's, well, how many teams go unbeaten? You know, I mean, um, they're they're human beings. They have good days, bad days. Um, I mean, if these guys are walking in here. Uh, Minnesota's sitting here going, these guys can't beat us. I don't care who you are. You just think you're that much better. And the reality of it is, Michael, listen, there are angles that have worked People want to believe in them or they don't. But if you want the definition uh, of for those that are on board with this concept, if you want the definition of a sandwich game, this is it for Minnesota. They're coming off a, a hard-fought, uh, gut-wrenching tie against a bitter rival in a massively important division game against Green Bay. Now they got to play the Bills, who they should beat in their sleep, and next week, they've got to go to L.A. to play the Rams. I mean, this is the definition of a sandwich game. But do you know the score of the Ajax-Athens soccer match in Champions League right now? Yes, yeah, 3-1 with about uh, 17 minutes left. Is that <laughs> is that right? 1-0. Oh, doggone it. I tried. You were close. Yeah. <laughs> you know, today's a very big Premier League uh, football day today. we got a lot of, a lot of Champions League. But listen... I'm interested in discussing it. We're doing it backwards here. We're going to start with the NFL. Do whatever you, you want. It's your at, show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I forgot it is my show. When you, when you're, if you're a player out there, and I look at everything from the square point of view, you're a square better. Um, you know, I lost 
I got a bad beat that has nothing to do with the spread last week. Uh, on the under 28 in the Pittsburgh-Kansas City game, which I basically lost for no reason. There was no reason for, the, for Pittsburgh to score. They let them score on fourth down, and it blew my total. But here's the thing. When you look at Pittsburgh and you look at Kansas City, so you have – and then we're going to talk about New England. Sure. Well, let's do it in reverse. We'll do it by time. So you have the Jacksonville-Tennessee game. Jacksonville, you know, slices through New England. New England comes back, wins the second half easy. There's no line on that game right now. Tennessee wins the game out right at home. And then you look at these marquee line moves. And what I'm looking at is not what people are interested in, but I let the money tell me what people are interested in. So Kansas City opens up at 5.5 and and 54. Pops to 6.5, of course. They're 2-0 to 56.5. And my thing is, if you like Kansas City, I'm not giving out a selection, then you must play it now because it is going to seven or seven and a half. And if you don't like Kansas City, then you must wait. This goes back to you and me doing our tutorial videos. Sometimes it's not what you bet, it's when you bet. If you're trying to get a middle, you should be betting Kansas City today, and then you should be looking for seven and a half on game day. Anyone have an issue with that, either one of you? No, I, I think it will steam up. I mean, uh, the one thing Kansas City's offense has been a juggernaut, but defensively they, they've allowed a lot of points. They've allowed 28 and 37. And the, the one thing, uh, know that this is their home opener. And Arrowhead right. is one of the toughest places and the loudest places to play in the league. And they're coming home starting their season 2-0 with road wins – over the Chargers and Steelers, and I'll guarantee you that any diehard Chiefs fan would have done a cartwheel for them to come home one and one. You know, at the beginning of the right. season, you look at that schedule, you'd have been thrilled to be one and one coming home for your home opener, and they're two and zero. Oh, that place, the roof's going to come off it. Exactly. Now to flip to the Sunday night game. Yeah. New England couldn't do anything right in the first half. Obviously, against Jacksonville. The line opens up as they're hard on the hard number of seven. The early money comes in and brings it down to six and a half with Detroit at home. Are you kidding me? So, like, if I'm, I'm, I'm being a square now. I'm going, I'm laying six and a half, or I'm not playing. Like, you're not, you're not getting me to expect that Brady's going to have two horrible games back to back because the reality is, going back to your eye test, he had a horrible first half, but not a horrible second half. Yeah, well, and and people watched the 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 Lions. Um, they were right there with a chance to win that game last week, and they all saw the disaster in the first game against the Jets. I I think that the Lions are going to be better than they've shown. Uh, I think the biggest thing, Mike, once you look at it, is uh, you know Belichick. The one thing we know about this guy, you know, coming off a loss. Um, these mm-hmm. guys are going to have themselves quite the week of practice. So they'll be – and the, the, here's here's the one mini rub to this, and that's Patricia with the Lions, and people are saying uh, the Lions fans aren't, aren't too enamored with this guy as their head coach. The one thing, though, is he was the defensive coordinator with the Patriots, and if anybody has kind of an idea what he would want to do against Tom Brady, how big a factor is the coach for Detroit in this game? Well, I mean, truthfully, I think the, the Lions are they're average at most this year. Um, they really don't have any defense whatsoever, and, and offensively the cohesion seems off consistently. And come, look, coming off a loss, I take Brady regardless. I think Bilicek is going to have 
a good game plan for this weekend. And the truth is they ran into a buzzsaw 98-degree heat in Jacksonville last week, which is the best defense in the league, a team that's going to be a contender for the AFC Championship. They played the best team. So now going off of a loss and having, you know, having to travel to Detroit, I don't think it's that going to be that much of, of a recovery. They didn't get out of the game with too many injuries. So, you know, the fact is they're, they're still – and, again, New England, we have to take this into effect. New England is playing on – you know, with half of a receiving core right now. They're getting a couple guys back in a couple weeks. So, and, and Josh Gordon with, showing up. And I don't see yeah, Josh Gordon showing up. I don't know how many plays he's going to get this week, but I don't see anybody on Detroit that's going to be able to stop Gronk like Ramsey and another player. They blanketed Gronk last week, and they said, Brady beat us with anybody else. I don't see anybody on Detroit that could do that. So if Gronk has his way, they should be able to – I mean, blindly, they should be able to cover the seven. If they're going to win, they're going to win by more than seven. Well, there you go. Hey, it's Sports Insider Radio. Uh, check out SportsInsiderRadio.com, 800-209-1679, 800-209-1679. Uh, we're in full, full steam ahead mode now. Football uh, has well, found its groove with both college and the NFL. And um, you're still trying to talk to these people out of don't go bananas just because it's the game that's on TV? Oh, well, I mean, it's like an uphill battle. But I will say, my, me personally, I'm, I'm in Fitzpatrick mode because, you know, my beard will look like his sooner rather than later. Um, and so what I wanted to talk about was do, that. Do, do you have sun, well, you have sun, wait a minute, and you have sunglasses. And you've got gold. Yeah, exactly. You've got gold. Oh, I got, I got and you've got gold chains. Whole, even my son said, you look uh, it's exactly funny. like I like, beard. It's funny. I'm looking at Fitzpatrick going, hey, I know, <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about knowing a guy that's basically telling you right now, if you like Tampa Bay, you better bet him now. Because I don't even understand how the line opened up at two. It went right to one. By game time, they will be the favorite. Like, why wouldn't they be? They're 2-0. and They're at home. I, They're playing uh, Pittsburgh. What have we got? A tie and we got a loss now? We're 0-1-1? But Pittsburgh is a public team. That that, that would be the, o- that's the only team I would... Uh, throw the cautionary tail out. But, again, when you're in that pick one range, it, it can whammo ball back and forth. Um, there's a – believe me, uh, there's an element of, uh, you know, desperation here for Pittsburgh. Oh, absolutely. And, and let me ask you, if you're chasing a team that was an outright dog winner last week and you could get seven points, this, would, would that sound like a good bet to you? Well, I think it does. So why are, why are the Eagles six and a half? Why are the Eagles six and a half? Colts one, came down in D.C. Wentz. and Wentz. That's why okay, they're six and a half now. Bottom line is the value, which I know you guys hate. The value is to be a contrarian. That line will go to seven by game time because of what Mike said. And you're going to get value if you're laying seven or more well, and, on the Colts. And, and, and listen, let me, let me help build your case here. Um, uh oh. Well, you know, listen, Indy uh, had them. They went on the road at Washington, NFC East team, clearly not Philadelphia. But I don't think Philadelphia is anything near what they were at the end of last year. So I don't think, A, I don't think Indy got uh, any love from the odds makers after the first game, which was close against Cincy, and they had a chance to win. Then they won and won outright. And you're right. Now, as for Philadelphia, you're right, Michael. Wentz is coming back, which could be a great thing, but rust could be a thing. 
The other thing is, you've got running back Jay Ajayi's doubtful. They lost the wide receiver Wallace to a broken leg. He's out. Alshon Jeffries is probably still a week or two away, the wide receiver, for coming back. They just signed Jordan Matthews today, a former Eagle wide receiver, who may end up playing in the slot, who hasn't really played at all in over a year. So, I mean, it, Philly, it's a perception thing, right? And I, I'm building your case here, John. It's a perception thing. Philly's Philly, Indy's Indy. What about Andrew Luck? Well, Philly's a mash unit right now. You know who else is a bad a mess? The Giants. I never seen a guy get no protection ever in my life. <laughs> I mean, the guy what is six six sacks. But here's the thing. With that being said, my dirty dog of the week is the Giants to win outright at Houston. Houston did nothing. They were a three-point road favorite. Yeah, we know it's hard to win on the road. They lost the game outright. Houston goes home. They open at six. I'm not saying that I'm going to play them for sure, but if I could get seven on that game on game day, I would like the Giants to bounce off that loss because, you know, they got to make adjustments this week. Well, but so, you know what, though? I mean, and I'm just being devil's advocate. So does Houston. Uh, And Houston – uh, that well, game. I'm talking about covering. I didn't say Houston wasn't going to win the game. I said, right. no, well, but, maybe. Yeah, yeah uh, but but the, know this though, it's Houston. They, they, they played at New England, and the game against Tennessee, they should have won that game. I mean, they beat themselves. And it was a fake punt got them, and I Watson looked better, and he got Will Fuller back. The only the only cautionary tale I would throw the other side, the devil's advocate side of that, it is it is Houston's home opener. So you get Deshaun Watson, first time he's back at home since he was putting up uh, lightning bolt numbers last year. Uh, but the, the Giants, you're right. I, I don't know what adjustments. I, they they got to make adjustments, but you're right. They can't get the running game going, and Eli Manning's not going to make it through week five at this rate. Exactly. The other thing which you can do is you can look at teams like, again, spots where teams are performing horribly. The public is laying in on the other side. Again, this might be the contrarian week. So teams like the Saints that have looked horrible, yep. they, they you're getting three. Probably a good spot. You're, the, the, the Ravens game, so this is the, my rule with the Ravens. Perfect example is they can't win. Look, i said it every year since we've been in, doing business together, which is like almost seven years. It, no matter which team it is, they can't win on the road. They just can't win on the road. The question is, do they cover or win by three? They'll win. If you're a money line better and you want to put the Ravens in a money line parlay, sure. You know, that's a good spot for you to basically just say, I'm never going to go against the Ravens for the outright win at home. But they could literally be 8-8, eight and eight, and they could win every game at home and lose every game I, on the I road. Think that's the, just how the Ravens do. The funny thing is, I'll even throw Detroit. Don't, don't hit me. Um, to make this comparison, Detroit and Baltimore. But I, I think of a similar – now, listen, Baltimore on the road in the playoffs or the bigger the game, I'm all in. Um, you know, I mean, right. they, and they've had that track record. But it's it's funny. Would, would you actually consider – and if okay, here's the game, home home field advantage, and you, you attach a value to that. But I wonder if there's like a really a, a distinctly separate power rating that you make for teams like Detroit and Baltimore home and away. Like, how much better is Baltimore at home? Uh, I mean, you know, obviously teams are better at home. But is Baltimore significantly better at home and significantly worse on the road? Is that is that the general train of thought, Mike? I mean, absolutely. They just they bring it. It's year after year 
we just bring it at home and consistently play better. And I mean, it really comes down to Flacco. And on the road, he just looks discouraged. He looks just very unsettling. He throws off his back foot. He throws interceptions. And for some reason, the defense goes from being the best team in the league. Again, they played the Bills, so now we know why that was. But they completely, you know, they lose a leader in Mosley in the first couple plays, and it looked like just the Ray Lewis factor was gone. As soon as Mosley was out and he couldn't run the defense, they were just gaping holes all over the field. And But you've got to still look at who we played, Bills week one. Right. So what Cincinnati are they really? Yeah, and what are they really? And, but the, uh, and the other thing, uh, if you want a little icing on your – on your Ravens cake, that was a Thursday night game, a short week. You go on the road, division game. Those aren't easy. So I think you give them a pass on on that particular front, and maybe we find out what they are. But maybe we don't find out what they are until next week because the other thing you get here is Baltimore had rest, extra time to prepare for this game by playing that Thursday night game. Well, We're definitely a team that could handle a quarterback like Keenum. Uh, we do very well against mid-level quarterbacks. And, again, Dalton's not an elite quarterback, at least for the last couple of years. But, again, at home we're a completely different defense, a completely different team, and we just bring it. So Denver traveling here uh, just in years past have not done well. Um, getting three at home with a team like Denver that last week was giving up a lot of points to Carr and uh, the Raiders, I could see them taking advantage of – a quarterback that's not an elite quarterback and, and really having their ways with them. Hey, it's Sports Insider Radio, and this is our home on Wednesdays at 11 o'clock throughout the course of the football season. And we invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. You give John a mic, call 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. We're going to step aside for just a few moments, and when we come back, We'll have the boys dive into this week in college football on Sports Insider Radio. JohnSyndicate.com. Call one. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hi, folks. We're going to have a lot of fun on Mondays. It's Brian Blessing here, noon to 2, every Monday in the game at the Sun Coast Sportsbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline. Right here, AM 1400 KSHB. But that's just the beginning. We'll be sticking around, and in the game, food and drink specials, great prize giveaways for Monday Night Football and every NHL game on TV. In the game, we're calling it Pucks and Pigskins. You're going to love it. A great combo of hockey and football. Mondays in the game at the Sun Coast. 
Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. Hi, folks. It's Brian Blessing. Football is back, and we're back in Sunset Station at Club Madrid. It's a great place to watch your favorite NFL action on the big screens. We've got the seat upgrade. We've got jersey giveaways, food and drink specials. Chuck Esposito rolls out the red carpet. It's a great day of football each and every Sunday, inviting you to come join us in Club Madrid at Sunset Station. We do Sportbook Radio and Vegas Hockey Hotline from Sunset Station every Friday, weekdays, noon to 2 a.m., 1400 KSHP. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. All right, we're back with you on Sports Insider Radio. Invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. Number to call is 800-209-1679. Let's get it back to John and Mike, as we turn our attention to college football, boys. So I'm going to open up this segment with, do you know what a reverse (laughs) line move is? Go for it. Well, a reverse line move is when the majority of the early money is coming in on one side of a game, and instead of the line going in that direction, the line goes the other way, which usually means... There's a large amount of money coming in on the other side of the game, but it's from one group versus the masses. So these monitoring services that monitor money, they don't only monitor how much money is wagered, but they monitor the amount of tickets written. So do you know what team has 82% heavy from multiple tickets, meaning the public is on this game in a big way? Do you know what team that is? I'm sure you're going to tell me. Game number 401, (laughs) North Texas. 82% 82% of the general public is on North Texas right now. It's like, a, it's like a weekly a, game of Where's Waldo. <laughs> exactly. The line, but this is important because the average square that's listening to this show is only interested in wagering on games the day of. And that's where they go back to getting the bad number versus getting the right number. Um, so what happens is you look at that game, if you can bring it up on the Don Best screen or any of the things you track, the line opener was 14, flat. 14 and 66. So if 82% of the money is coming in right now on that game, North Texas on the road at Liberty, the game, the line should be 16. Guess what, Brian? It's 12 and a half. That means some very large, sharp groups are banging Liberty in a big way you got to be careful of these traps if you're not following line moves throughout the week which is why we do this show on wednesday before the all the games are actually played don't get caught thinking you you beat a line move because the reality is a lot of people don't like to lay 14 and that's fine and they see the game come down to 13 and they're under a key number fine but 
what if you already know that the line opened at 14 and the majority money was on minus the 14? Percentage-wise, usually, the early move actually wins. Don't be surprised if Liberty covers that game, and you'll say, ah, we'll have it. We'll be talking about that next week. Oh, by the way, that game is specifically one of the biggest movers in another facet, and that's the total. Uh, they're right. betting this 66 thing. 66 to 69. Oh, right. it's, I'm seeing even a 70 out there. I mean, uh, these are two teams that can uh, light it up. Well, in uh, Liberty comes off a game with Army, and you know, prepare for that unique offense. Uh, it can be a tough little deal uh, for any team. So I, th- I think points galore, track meet city in that game too. But good information on now, the line move. Now look, the, the books are getting beat up on one particular team. I'll let you and Mike hash this out. Number one team in the country. My son said it. It's no fun. Alabama's going to win it all. Um, <laughs> they open up at 23-and-a-half. I said this last week. The game's uh, at 3.30 Eastern Standard Time against Texas A&M. They can't make the number high enough on this game. It's already moved from 23 to 27. You guys figure it out. No, Mike, it's it's Saban. <laughs> it's Alabama. <laughs> there well, you go. It, it, just, it amazes me that a team – could be in the top 25 like Texas A&M and still getting 20, almost four touchdowns anywhere. I don't care who they're, but it's, it's Alabama. The team has more firepower. It's pretty much Alabama against the world. There's just no other team that's even on their realm. There's you know the Clemsons of the world, Ohio State, Georgia are up there, but they're not Alabama. They just refilter these guys every single year and you know, the fact is they literally can put up 40, 50 points a game and give up a touchdown or two. That, that's how good they are. So, look, they're 3-0 and against the spread. You just got to keep riding it. If you're going to take it, just keep riding until one day maybe the line makers will make the line 70, like Miami won 77-0 last week. Well, something's got to give, fellas, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Texas A&M is 3-0 and against the spread, and – Alabama may run the table, and John. I mean, this, this is wh- what it's all about. You know, Alabama may run the table. They may w- win every game. They may win the BCS title game. But at the end of the season, the odds makers' goal is for them to be seven and seven against the spread. I, I you're, you're preaching to the choir. I keep saying every week they can't make the, the line high enough. I was listening to another radio station uh, uh, the other day. And right at game time, you had a situation where at the South, uh, the South Point, they had a 24 on Alabama before the game, and then you had on the strip a 21. It was literally a three-point difference. They moved that game three points. They moved the game three points because they were so heavily on Alabama, they just had to keep pressing it up. People were trying to middle. People thought they were getting good value, grabbing the dog at plus 24. And I was saying to my buddies that live in Las Vegas, don't save your energy like Late 24, late 21, late 22, late 23, it doesn't matter. Just lay it. And until they prove otherwise, because, again, Texas A&M may be 3-0, and but, again, they didn't play Alabama. And, again, uh, you know, we had Tony Neville on from Treasure Island. Uh, he was on uh, my show. I love him. My, a great guy. Yeah, you know him. And, and, but he was on yeah, yeah. He's a standalone book. So he right. has unique numbers, and it's all based on – what he's doing at his specific property, trying to generate two-way action. I mean, that's Dallas-Seattle game, back to the NFL for just a half second. You know, uh, you got Seattle's one, and it's, uh, even seeing a one and a half now, virtually everywhere. But over at Treasure Island, Dallas is one. 
So, I mean, if you like Seattle, <laughs> you know, you want to run over and you want to make that play at Treasure Island. Uh, but now with technology and all the all the, the kind of books that are out there, it's an era that was gone that's kind of back. Uh, you just alluded to the difference in numbers that you saw, literally a mile apart, uh, that that ability to shop for numbers. And, and when, what do we say all the time? Sometimes when you bet is just as important as who you bet. Exactly. There you go. How about uh, other games in college football? Now, I, I'm going to give you. I'm going to. I want to do a segue because I heard your little pigskin and pucks segue. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a little segue. I've been doing something personally, not releasing it to clients, and I'm doing this just in a you know little funny, funny you know preseason little, hockey. Little, little... Okay, so here's the deal. What am I doing? Preseason hockey. What I'm hockey. doing is I'm betting <laughs> no handicapping whatsoever. Yeah. And I'm simply betting every dog with an expectation of 50%. So what happens basically is that it, it really amazes me, and we're going to just spend a little bit of time on this, how they set these numbers. Boston plus 180 last night, winner. Philly plus 165 to 1, winner. Carolina plus 206, 4 to 1, winner. Uh, Vegas was on. a winner Vegas as a dog. Golden Knights, 5 to 1, you plus know, 150. You, you, know the, you know the Edmonton lone favorite? Yep, dog winner. You know, I, so it, here's but, the bottom line: this is there not were a, ten games yesterday, five dogs covered. And and let me tell you something. Um, there's no joke. I've been talking about that this week. I I I've never seen uh, that kind of offering with preseason hockey before, ever before. And I'm telling you, you just look at the rosters. Uh, you know, Buffalo went two and zero back to back nights. A dog on the yep. road came home one as a favorite last night. Um, right. Over Pittsburgh, they they were up three nothing, gave up two late goals. They won three two, but they basically had their their starters out there, and Pittsburgh didn't send anybody. And I'm telling you, yeah, you, know, you look at the goaltenders. Uh, there's my, there's my, there are my, legitimate my, angles my, in these games. But but my my my, I'm saying if you're listening to this, I don't like to give out free picks. If you're listening to this and you just want free a free pick, I'm going to give you a free preseason strategy. You only got till October third, right? And then you only got basically two weeks is basically blast the board on the dog side every night and have an expectation of 50% at the end of preseason. You might have 50-50, and even if you had 40 where the favorites won 40% of the time, guess what? You'd probably break even. Well, but if you got the one thing like I, you got last night, you're actually going to make money. Uh, uh, let, me, let me throw a little caveat on that. I, I'm with oh. you for a while because what's happening – I said we only got to October 3rd. Yeah, but here's what's going on. You got, you got split squads – and there's like 70 guys in camp, and you're getting a lot of kind of goofy results because guys that are getting a look and then going to get sent to the minors are playing, and they're not exposing guys to injuries. But in the last two or three preseason games, you're pretty much going to start seeing the starters to get a little chemistry. So I, I would say the first five games, something like that, I, I, I'm on board with you. The last Whoa. couple, I think you're going to be seeing more – normalistic kind of results we'll, we'll go back to football in a second and then but what i will say is this my point in that strategy is who would lay 200 no in a preseason no, it's insanity game? that's my point that's insanity that's insanity i mean you're gonna lay 180 tonight with carolina hurricanes against the tampa bay lightning no. come on I mean, it's like, even if they win, it's not worth the risk. That's my only point. Maybe in regular season, you can have some puck lines action. But, again, that's a whole other story. But back to one thing I want to talk about with you and Mike is that 
the emphasis on people looking at those top 25 teams. And again, there's a lot of gold in these little schools that are often overlooked by the general public. And, you know, again, you, you need to look at the Connecticut Syracuse matchups. You need to look at the Western Kentucky Ball State matchups. You need to look at the Charlotte UMass matchups, the Marshall NC State matchup. Not everything should be Liberty I mean, North again, Texas. You wanna, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look at Ohio State again. Mike was talking about Clemson. Yeah, you know how happy, you, you know how happy you would be if IUPUI had a football team. Man, I can't wait. We're only a month away. Um, <laughs> but 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 you know, uh, well, well, I have my version is UTSA. Oh, there you go. There you go. And and they're get you know they, you know so they've been they you know and again you got the Texas states of the world but really Mike's big thing is he's on the phone fielding these calls and people are just hungry not only for winners they want it in the top 25 and we all three can agree mm-hmm. that's the hardest spot to play unless oh, you're hey, second half hey, and michael i am I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're they're calling and you're like hey i i like this baseball game they're like what i mean, don't forget about baseball baseball baseball's still sitting there people could be having a great baseball season but football's back i'm gonna play football well, why would you why would you stop if you were doing well in baseball uh, you can talk about baseball you want. I'm worried about the Real Madrid-Roma <laughs> matchup that starts in about five minutes. Uh, My man. How do you keep him focused when soccer games are on? It's amazing. You, like you, Wednesday, talk, you have early baseball and you have early soccer, so you have the whole world plus the early baseball. But just to, to that point, we were getting texts right before we went on the air. Any early baseball? Well, we actually didn't have any, so no. No, I, I, I got my finger. I got my finger on on the button here, the the audio button. But when a soccer goal is scored, do I'm you terrorize good. poor Judy in the office there? Yeah, we do. We do. We do, do. do you let because, the you know, do you let but, the but, do you let the goal the goal announcement I let, rip? I let the goal out. Some people let the dogs out. I let the goal out. Exactly. <laughs> You've shattered windows in the studio in the past doing that. Right. I will say to you regarding baseball, the one of the best teams on the road in baseball is getting two. 20 tonight, just so you know that. One of the best teams on the road with the best road record in baseball is getting 220 tonight. The Rockies. Big game. And, and, and by the way, I mean, you know, desperate times for them. I don't know if they got a stone in their shoe, let one get away. Uh, but the, the, the big important game. Right. And so when you look at value, again, value in terms of you were talking about a home team, road team, in baseball it's completely different. That, and that goes back to – People that are listening, you want to pick up the phone, you want to call Mike, you want to get access to this information. We have so many different sources that we're dealing with. We got Mr. Brian Blessing. We got Mr. Kenny White. We got uh, all of our other sources behind the scenes, and they all specialize in their own different niches. Like you, you're my halftime guy. I mean, you, you, because you're using that eye test. Um, And the reality is, I will say again, I, I find that it's easier to go, and I don't know what your experience has been early in the season, to go with the team that's winning in college has been working with me, and the fading the team that's winning it in the first half in the NFL is working. And I'm not saying it's blanket, no. but I just seem if I think if a team is going to bounce, it's more likely in the NFL. Well, I will throw this out, too, that a, a large part of the halftime play is, is the eyeball test is certainly part of it. But I'll tell you, a big, a big play uh, or angle when you're doing that is you better believe in the coaching staff and right. their ability to make adjustments. And some some guys are way better at it than others. And so you're finding some niche here where the dogs went in in the, in the first half and they just keep putting their pedal to the metal. Uh, right, correct. Well, well, then, well, yeah, throw. right. But 
but but that that will work uh you know in a lot of instances but if you're going against a really sharp coach and you believe in that coaching staff you know th- that ability to make adjustments you have to factor that in it's not just the simple math model oh here's what the side and total was for the game here's what the score is at halftime so let's make the number uh the side and total this you know because they're just it's a math model uh you and i always say this there's just never enough stock and there is no number employed in any sport right. based on the coach. And, I will say this, and it's and a I big don't, thing. I don't, and I don't believe in football. Just to end this, before we end this little bit, one of the worst bets this year in baseball so far has been laying 300 or more. It's a below 50%. Like, you're getting crushed if you're laying 300 or more. So tonight is a perfect example. Indians with Carrasco are 300. You know, I am the type of guy where I will, in quotes, gamble on the number as opposed to not really worrying about the team just because teams know they're 300 and they kind of rise to the occasion which is basically all those 300 teams that have been winning and 400 a couple i mean really i think the 400s are owing whatever and then the 300s are like only winning 30 percent of the time so there is value in the fact that they know they're going into it 300 and to lay 300, lay the, lay the puck and a half and still lay 150, the, the, the puck and a half, the run line, and still lay 150, to me, there's no value in that. So, me, if you want to have a lot of fun and you can make some money at the end of this baseball season, you can also do that with these little parlays where you're putting these live dogs together where you're not risking a lot of money, but you can get a huge payoff. You know, by the way, that game you're talking about, it's up to mm-hmm. 320. And here's the thing. Now, I know it matters to the pitcher. Uh, Carrasco, and you know he's going for a contract, and, and stats and that stuff matters. Cleveland has a fourteen and a half game lead in their division. Do you think? That, I mean, is, does their world stop spinning if they lose that game tonight? You, I will not be shocked with White Sox win this game. Let's put it that way. You know, I mean, motivation's another thing. I, mean, I agree. So Same. many, so many pieces yeah. of the Rubik's cube here. Hmm. Well, listen, exactly, and that's why you guys got to pick up the phone. You got to call. You got to watch. You got to listen. You got to learn, and you got to like stop shaking your head, saying "Why me? Why me?" Because what you're perceiving when you're when you're betting on your own, you're perceiving that every favorite should cover, and then when the dog wins, it's an upset. You're perceiving if you bet Maryland because you saw them beat Texas, it's an upset. Well, maybe the line itself, just like I said last week, was overvalued, and it really wasn't an upset. You're betting on a number, and you have to know that you know. Again, if the line makers do their job and. We didn't go over it this week, but if the line makers do their job against the spread, the line should be 50-50. Currently, right now, I'm going to give it to you because I wanted to make sure we didn't end the show. Right now, you know what the, the record is? 114-113-5. and 113 and five. Favorites versus dogs in college, best, in college football. I'm going to repeat that. 113-114-5. and 114 and five. So you've had one more dog win than favorite. It's 50-50, Brian. Hey, I got one one final question for you here as we're uh, in, the, in the closing moments of the fun and frivolity on SportsInsiderRadio.com, and you can see John in his war room. I got one question for you, buddy. Yes, sir. Do you have any fancy water in the office? Uh, just a little bit. Of, <laughs> of, uh, I don't want, they're not paying for sponsorship What is yet. that? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like to stay hydrated. Oh. I line them up. It, may, it reminds me that I'm drinking enough. Yeah, did you drink that thing, that, that stuff with your pinky out? That's like a. Hey, fan- I'm going to do it right now with my pinky. Very nice. He's with his butter T-shirt and his fancy water. The only thing's, mi- the only thing's missing is the cigar. 
That'll come later. <laughs> Fellas, have a good one. Michael, have a good weekend, bud. We'll do it again next Wednesday at 11. John, always a pleasure. SportsInsiderRadio.com. Check it out. Uh, the number to call is 800-209-1679. SportsInsiderRadio.com. We'll be with you each and every Wednesday, 11 a.m. right here in Las Vegas on AM 1400 KSHP. Check it out, sportsinsiderradio.com. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas and KSHP.com. USA Radio News. President Trump is in Conway, South Carolina to tour the damage from Hurricane Florence. Now, before leaving for South and North Carolina, the president talked about Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh and